everyone. Welcome to the Made It in Music podcast. I'm Riley Taylor, our community manager here at Full Circle Music, and I'm so excited for you to hear this upcoming episode because today we are talking with Tommy Prophet about mastering film and TV songwriting. He's a songwriter and producer who has produced for platinum selling artists like Migos, Hunter Hayes, and NF. Tommy produced rapper NF's 2017 single, Let You Down, which went six times platinum, hit number one on Billboard's U.S. mainstream top 40 chart, and surpassed a billion streams worldwide. This was recorded along with our live online audience from our Song Chasers community. You can learn more about Song Chasers at joinsongchasers.com. For now, let's dive into the episode. We're going to transition over into some crowd Q&A. So, um... Those of you all who have questions, go ahead and paste them in the chat. Or uh, if you feel like raising your hand, you can ask them that way as well, too. We'll, we'll go ahead and start with Joelle's here. Um, she says, wondering how to get a license to rework or cover a song that already exists and how to properly legally set up the royalties. Can you speak to that? Yeah. Um, I guess this just changed recently. I didn't know this, but... Apparently now there's all kinds of claiming on the back end that publishers can do. So I I think you don't need to officially get a license anymore. I think it's automatic. Have you heard that, Seth? Yes, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's it's everything is just <clears throat> fingerprinted now one way or another if they if you release it on YouTube or Spotify. Um I I don't know how it works, but I I've that's my understanding as well. Yeah. So if you cover, you know, whatever, um, I can't even think of a song right now to, to say, but if, if you cover flowers, right. <laughs> By Miley Cyrus, like you just put it on Sp Spotify and YouTube and then her publishers or whoever, you know, all the publishers, they can claim the percentage of the publishing on the back end, And then you own the master. That's how that works when you do a cover. So, um, yeah, you pretty much don't have to do anything anymore. Before, there were like, there's websites you could go to and log in, like what song you want to do and click the right one and how many views and downloads and all that stuff. But they've kind of streamlined it and made it really easy for everybody. Yeah, I love that. Um, <clears throat> Dave, Dave Langdon's got his hand raised. He's got a question, Dave. Hey, Tommy. This is great stuff. Hey, how's it going? I'm doing great. And you're basically doing what I ultimately want to be doing someday. I love doing sync stuff and a little bit of everything. That's why I love about sync and cinematic and all that. I put a question earlier and I want to shift it because I think you've answered a little bit. I was wondering about the percentage, you know, once you get to your level, I was wondering if you do a lot of commission work uh, where, you know, companies know what you do. And so, they want you specifically to write for a specific scene or a specific trailer. Um, and it sounds like that's not as much what you do. Uh, the side question, how does that work? You've mentioned capital and resonate. Like is all of your stuff done through capital or how does that work with like sync agencies or how many different places do you have working for you that are getting your songs out there? Um, so capital is my publisher and now like my distributor. So I, you know, the stuff I put out, I have a distribution deal with capital and, um, everything I write, obviously, you know, as my publisher, they, they pitch to rep my pub side 
and then resonate pitches um, to rep the master side, you know, because those are two different things that are repped when you pitch for sync. And so they both kind of have their lists. And so resonate, for example, has a list of, you know, 500 music supervisors around the world that pick songs for trailers or in show scenes. And so they just send out these songs and then all those supervisors download the song, tag it, how they feel it's appropriate, like piano, ballad, emotional, you know, and the names of the people. And then when they have something that fits that, to my understanding, then they, you know, maybe they're like, oh, we need a sad, emotional piano song. And they type those tags and it pulls up the songs and they can listen through and then they pick one. So those are my main two teams. I mean, as far as for pitching sync goes, it'd be capital. And um, so you, you really need, you know, sometimes it's one one party that does both publishing and master side. Um, but since I have a publishing deal with capital, they're, they're doing that side and I'm using resonate for the master side. Does it, does that answer your question? Yeah. So um, <clears throat> at any point, do they to give you specific commission projects and Hey, we need this, or it's mainly you just creating what you want to create and they find a place. <clears throat> for yeah. I think it's that now. I mean, I've, I've got asked to, you know, do some scoring work or some whatever, you know, different projects, but I just, I like this stuff more right now. And so this is kind of what I want to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm slow to take some of those opportunities when they come. I like to just make something that sounds really cool that may or may not land in a trailer, but it's enjoyable because I like it. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> I love it. We've got, um, let's see, Pamela's got a question over here. Hi, Tommy. Hello, how are you? Fine, it's good to see you again. You too. Uh, so um, my daughter Maven, I uh, couldn't be here today because she's she's getting ready to pitch to Paramount in a few hours. Um, but from a, I do have a question for you that she gets tripped up on a lot. Um, so she loves uh, producing a lot of choral effects for sync and mm -hmm. the producer also, but she uh, really, really hates the vocal editing process. Um, do you have any recommendations on, on simplifying that? Because she'll lay down like 170 vocal stems routinely and um, any tips on streamlining that that you have? Man, that's just the nature of what it is. Vocal editing is a beast unless mm -hmm. you can find someone that does it well, that you can hire to, you know, that knows your vision and what you want to do with it. It just kind of, it is what it is. I mean, they make, you know, they make plugins that obviously will like time things together if that's what you need to do. And then grouping them. I mean, she's know, got so vocal line. Yeah. She does have vocal yeah. line and I forget what the other plugins are, but you know, in terms of like the actual setup and making things easier, are there any things you do with the busing or <clears throat> anything like that? No, I just, I just usually group, um, group things together mm -hmm. and just, you just got to kind of put in the time, but I know it's very time consuming and I don't know, maybe Seth might have a trick up his sleeve. No, I, I was going to say it's pro I mean, and, and I'll just ask, I mean, Tommy, I mean, do you, do you edit your own vocals? Yes, I do. Yeah, and that's that's kind of where I've came back around to. I've worked with different vocal editors over the years, 
And there's still a handful of stuff that I'll farm out, but at least for like the leads and like the bulk of everything, I do it all myself and and Tommy does as well. So there, there really is no shortcut there. It's just the more you do it, the faster you get at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say that's true. The more you do it, the faster. And, you know, it's really, I think it comes down to like, you're going to know what you want it to sound like. And so, you know, it's not that, oh, no one else can do this as good. So I have to do it. It's more, obviously no one can read your mind. And so it's just a creative preference. Like they did it this way. Cause that's what they heard, but I kind of heard it this way. And so you, sometimes you have to redo the work that someone else did anyways. You know what I mean? So I found that it's usually quicker in the end to, you know, just do it yourself the way that you want it to be done. You know, mm-hmm. unfortunately I wish I had some, bomb answer for you that was like oh yes <laughs> let me tell you about this secret gem but i don't have anything like that okay all right yeah. well thank you i'd check with you guys and see if there are any ideas so yeah it's a great question though it's it's uh you know I, I i definitely you know there's there's different tools that have come out over the years i mean revoice was probably the biggest one for me that saved a bunch of time mm-hmm. um it's it's kind of basically the vocal line version on steroids and the way it works with pro tools was definitely a changer but you still got to go through every single track it's it's there's no there's not really a a magic switch or anything for that yeah Yeah. just through any yeah any tools for (laughs) you know just with the setup and all that for sure for sure great 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 question though um thank you Let's get a couple more of these in the chat here. We've got um, Jessica Turner says, what elements of your music make it quote unquote for sync? And how do I know if my authentic music will work for sync or not? That's a good question. I don't know. I guess if it feels like it should be accompanied with picture, (laughs) just defining what sync is. I think there's, you know, within sync, there's a very wide variety of stuff, right? I focus on orchestral, like, trailer, beautiful, like, almost like more of a, I guess orchestral is a good word, epic. But then there's, you know, there's the, uh, you know, the swagger side and the hip hop side and the emotional side and the fun side i mean there's all kinds of different stuff that goes to different types of commercials and scenes and trailers you know what i mean so it's not really like this is the box of sync and if you get in this then it works i think uh you know from a music standpoint lyrically i think that's probably the number one thing that will determine sync or not um there's you know I, I think some songs I feel like should be sing slam dunks from the sound of it, but the lyrical content just doesn't feel universal enough. Usually it's a little more vague, I would say, but it can be a a relationship song, a love song, or it can be just about basically overcoming the odds, right? Being an underdog, surviving, like being a champion, like those kind of words, you know, and phrases that are just, you can't hold me down. Like, that can be used across the board in sports and, you know, UFC and any kind of firefighter show or police drama or, you know, whatever it is, like 
American Idol. I mean, you can you can use these songs in all kinds of different stuff if the messaging is right and inspire inspirational. Maybe you know. <clears throat> yeah, that's good, and it, that answered Josh's question in in one fell swoop. So, um, hey, this has been awesome, Tommy. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Everybody who's in song chase, absolutely. Uh, give Tommy a nice virtual uh, hand clap out there and tell him tell him thank you for his time. Yeah, awesome. Everybody's clapping out there. <laughs> Very cool. Well, um, Thanks, Tommy, guys. Thank, thank, thank you so much. And uh, definitely everybody go follow his socials, check out his website, check out his stuff, follow him on Spotify, all of the good things. So we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, guys. See you later. Thanks for being on. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Made It in Music podcast. In addition to this episode, we also recorded a Q&A session where some of the songwriters in our Song Chasers community were able to ask their own questions. We'll release that episode shortly after this one. Make sure to check out other episodes of the Made It in Music podcast. We have well over 100 interviews with some of the top music industry pros, many here in Nashville and many from all over the world. Subscribe to make sure that you automatically get future episodes and leave us a review if you loved it. It would really help us out or send an email to support at fullcirclemusic.com if you have ideas for how we can improve the show. If you would like to become a Song Chasers member and attend these training sessions live, head over to joinsongchasers.com to learn more. You also get additional exclusive trainings from Seth Mosley, you get our Track Suite Pro software, you get song reviews from me and my team, and you get access to a custom social media network we created exclusively for songwriters and musicians. There's nothing else like it on the internet. Go to joinsongchasers.com to learn how to join and check out madeitmusic.com for more content and episodes from this podcast. See you in the next episode.